In today's episode, we catch up with what we've been working on this week and also get a little bit meta and chat about all the things to do with listening to podcasts. Let's deploy. Hello and welcome to Push to Prod. I'm your co-host, Cole, and I work on Uselot, a tool to help SaaS companies build revenue through customer success. And I'm your co-host, Dan Miller. I'm building a SaaS for the first time and learning as I go. Each episode, we chat about all sorts of things to do with the world of starting, growing, and operating software businesses. Today, it's the 2nd of April. It's lovely autumn, well, fall weather, and the world is still going nuts about the AI hype cycle. This is episode number four. Awesome, mate. Thanks. Hey, Dan, uh, nice to spend another uh, Sunday evening with you. What's uh, What's been happening uh, over the weekend for you? I've had a pretty chill weekend. Um, with Easter coming up, we uh, spent a bit of time in the house together today, and we, my daughter made, my 14-year-old daughter, she made hot cross buns. And man, she killed it. They are so good. You pull them out of the oven. These things are warm, squishy, soft, and they just make you want to eat them. So we ate far too many than we should have. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> you get them out of the oven, whack a heap of butter on them. Is that yeah, what you do? Yeah, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> Before you know it, there's two, maybe three going down. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Yeah. No, there's nothing, uh, nothing smells better than like, yeah, something baking, especially when it's bread. Like, yeah. It's just, uh, it's like one of those things, like I used to, um, I bought a coffee roaster thing, like a drip coffee machine, you know, like Americans love their drip yeah. co- coffee and Australians hate it, but I love the smell of it. So literally years ago, I bought one and I used it a little bit, but it just never, I never liked it. But then I thought, I love the smell of it. So like yeah. I just used to turn it on. So at six in the morning, it would Oh, you can walk into that room and you can get <laughs> yeah. that waft of coffee. Yeah. And then I went over to the Nespresso capsule machine or the other machine we had and used that. But uh, <laughs> anyway, it was, uh, yeah, it's what you do, I guess. So yeah, nice. I actually, um, man, this talking about the weather, it was such good weather yesterday, that perfect, I think I tweeted it and you probably saw it. I did my first like 10K run and I went, oh, this is just perfect running yeah. temperature where it was like. It's the weather you can't feel. It's been baking hot. Like, yeah, we've just had pretty hot summer at least, you know, February, March, and it was just good to go, oh, I can run and not feel like I'm going to die. Um, so, and I guess the other news for me, obviously I had COVID this week, so that it felt well, good to be able to get out and Hang uh, on a second. <laughs> you, you went for a run after having COVID. Yeah, Cole, yeah, you are COVID Superman. Last week-ish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I actually had it unbeknownst in the uh, episode last week, but I wasn't sure and then I tested it and went, oh, yes, I oh, do. But well, there you go. I'm glad you're okay. That's that's pretty impressive. I probably sounded a bit stuffed in the last episode, but man, there you go. That's yeah. what it was. So, you must yeah. have a pretty good um, fitness baseline then if you can sort of smash through COVID and then go for a jog. Not many people could pull that off, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, well, I, yeah, I was running when I could last time with it too. So I don't know. It probably helps that I do run. So hopefully that means you've got a better, I don't know. I don't know the, I don't know the physics of it, I mean, whatever it's called, medical yeah. part of it. But yeah. <laughs> Nah, so that was good to see you on the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, feeling way better. That's been good. Got out today. I'm, you know, I'm obviously negative now since Friday, as far as I can tell. So hopefully all's good. So, yeah. What else has yeah. been happening um, oh, so, in, in um, yeah. user lot land? What's been going on for you guys this week? Yeah. Well, like, uh, I mean, it's probably the bit of a broken record, but everything, like, you know, jumping around between, you know, marketing and, sales and development and things yeah. like that. But um, no, the develop- development's been pretty good. We've got, um, we're taking on a couple of new sort of clients. They're, they're more MVP related people, but so we're, I guess we're finding all the little things that as you would expect with an MVP that they sort of work when you show, so, uh, show someone, but um, when you actually want to use that feature or that, 
thing. Uh, you know, there's always the little rough edges that you knew were there. And yeah, so it's just a matter of getting through a bunch of them. And, um, and I guess the other thing I've, I've had a lot of stuff on my plate that I've just haven't got out. Uh, I don't know. Do you, do you suffer from this where, I don't know, you have like five or 10 things on the go and then you never finish any of them and then five five or 10, Um, like, yeah. Uh, that was the story of my life about a year or two ago. I, I have a habit of actually trying to take on too much all at once. And last year I really noticed it because I, um, I was really keen to get back into starting to build this SAS again. And at the same time, I had gone and volunteered to become the secretary of a volunteer organization over there. I was also running a few things on the side in the business. I was working full time. And then, yeah, before you know it, you're like, hey, I need to wind this back big time. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm getting nothing done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, so like I've had, um, like I noticed when I was, because I've been working on news a lot for like the full 18 months we've been running it, but it's been as a part-time thing. So most of that has been development. So whenever I've got, you know, five minutes, 10 minutes, half an hour, an hour, do a bit. Um and I've had a lot of leftovers from that, that this yeah. year I thought I could get through. And what are we now? April 2. And I'm like, oh God, there's still like three major big things I was building that still not out. Yeah. I like to, people might not like the sound of this, but I like to call it like constipation thing. Like you've just got all this stuff built up and so you just got to get sure. through it. <laughs> and that's <laughs> that's what I've been doing with uh, some of the stuff. So like one of the other things we put in, which, you know, it's a pretty common in a SaaS thing, but we... um. We, we baked it in from day one to be able to have like proper multi-user. Like we've always, it's multi-tenanted, so that's normal. Yep. Um, but the fact that, you know, a user can, a normal user can also have multiple accounts and switch between them, but we just never built that switch part. Yeah, yeah. So I was working on that. But the funny thing with, um, so the funny thing with use a lot is you, we track, because use a lot tracks the usage of products, it tracks itself. So there's, you know, this mind bending, you know, and it just, it actually causes some problems as well because it can, you don't want the, what we call God mode, the main account. You don't want it to track itself because it's the main one. (laughs) So we end up with a couple of these little mind twisted bending things that I'm like in a normal system, this is easy. We've done it before, but now I'm like, Oh, hang on. Is that, are we firing this and now that's becoming that in the God yeah, mode we're account? Our and tail. Yeah, we're chasing Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we're in a horrible recursion loop nightmare. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it is like I'm really like obviously it's not all working yet, but I'm like, man, when this works, how cool will it be to just sit back in your own product, which is the product you're selling uh, as well and using it to monitor how people are using your product, which yeah, is the well whole done. use case. Of that is cool. Why people that is very it, so. cool. Yeah. So that's been fun, but yeah, a bit of a mind. Yeah. As I said, a bit of a mind bender. Nice. Um, I had a bit yeah, of fun this week. Um, I got a functioning end to end pilot version of the app I'm building deployed first time. So, you know, still a long wow. way to go. But is it's that a nice milestone. Like just to yourself, like is that on a cloud system or like? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, host on a hosted hosted platform. So right. it's it's there. You know, it's sort of not a, not visible to anything or anyone, yeah. but it's there. And I was like, excellent milestone achieved. I've been wanting to do that for a while, and yeah. I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah, yeah, that it's like it's one of those things. Eh? like I um I may have mentioned this before, but it's one of my pet peeves um of like when you get someone who's fairly inexperienced, they build something and that, and it works on their machine. <laughs> it doesn't work anywhere else. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. That's, the, that's the cliche dev routine, yeah. right? Works on mine. Yeah. I don't know why it's, it's not working like, on yours. <laughs> it's so important, I think, to know how you're going to deploy it, but also not just deploy it to a production environment, but have another staging or, you know, test environment and make sure it's all sort of, you know, all at least those three levels are worked out, including yeah. where where's all my 
you know, configuration secret's going to belong and how am I going to track all that? And it's, if you don't think of it, it becomes very easy for the wrong thing to leak into the wrong environment. Yeah. So, yeah. I love doing um, deploys to prod as well because it suddenly switches your mindset into, okay, okay, remember everything you do from this point forward must be controlled. So no yeah. more mucking around. And But yeah. that kind of that kind of cool, it's, it breeds um, good habits and it breeds good process when you, once you get to that point. So that's why hey, I was absolutely. really keen to get to this to prod. So, yeah, I pushed to prod. I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's really good, man. That's uh, it's always a milestone. Yeah, yeah thanks. Um, did, you, uh, did you see Rob Walling's new SAS book went live this week as well? Have you been tracking that? No, what was that? Uh, he's got his new, I think it's called the SAS Playbook. Geez, that's bad. I should have looked at that. I think it's called the SAS Playbook because I think it's his latest book. Yeah, it's cool. on Kickstarter. just went live on Wednesday maybe. Um, so I'm assuming a lot of people who obviously, and we're going to get into podcasts <laughs> uh, in the latter half of this show, I'm assuming most people know who Rob Walling is if they're listening to us. So, um, yeah, if you haven't, get it, jump on the Kickstarter and I'm assuming there's, you know, still obviously ways to uh pre-order the book, I guess. So it yeah, looks really good. Yeah, a bit good. of context. Yeah. So for those that don't who know who Rob Walling is, he's like a store. He's one of the OGs of podcasting and building SASs and telling everyone how to do it. And he does it really well. He's got a uh, show called Startups for the Rest of Us. Um, and he's well known around the traps for um, just giving people wonderful advice and just getting them off the ground, especially bootstrappers and indie independent, you know, software developers. So yeah. That's who Rob is. That's probably a really good book to get a hold of, I reckon, for sure. Yeah, especially if you're building, um, you know, basically, I think, you know, to have 15 or whatever it is, years of his SaaS building experience <laughs> shoved into something where it's like, yep, yeah, this is what you got to know about, you know. I think it's uh, definitely well worth it. So, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it anyway. Yeah, nice. so I grabbed that. That was definitely on the uh, the week. Um, I guess, you know, well, I'm going to ask you some questions, throw them at you that you didn't know I was going to ask you. Hit it, hit it. <laughs> so, don't know if I'll give you the answers, but we'll see. <laughs> so the other thing I, I'm doing, and you may have noticed that I don't know, is trying to build up my audience and that's building a podcast too, I suppose. Yeah. Um, so I, I guess I wanted to see what your thoughts just briefly were on, um, I guess, the best ways to do that, especially think Twitter, think LinkedIn. You know, you don't want to totally go down all the little, you know, grey hat, whatever, you know, dark arts of how to, you know, buy audiences or followers, but like you've got more than me, like what, you know, what, what would you be doing? And, um, you know, any, any tips, I guess, for. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. Just be yourself really. I think people, people um, definitely can pick it and they can see when people are deliberately trying to sort of build things up. But I find that if you just be yourself and you've got something interesting to say, you're helpful, you're supportive and you're having a bit of fun, like that's the, that's the best thing to do about it. I reckon someone to watch, there's a few good people to watch, but someone to watch really well uh, is clearly Justin Jackson. If you've ever yeah, seen yeah. any of his stuff, he's a master of it. He's he, He's been doing this sort of stuff, internet marketing, since day dot. I mean, that was his um, that was his old handle from back in the day, M.I. Justin, right? Which it's a it's an acronym, a backronym, starting standing for um, marketing internet internet marketing. So he's ah, the man. When, he's the man right. when it comes to okay. following, figuring out how to get a lot of following, and you know he knows how to do it really well. Yeah, um, cool. And I think some of the things I picked up from him over the years is community building. It's all about bringing people together, um, and also, like I said before, just being yourself, being being honest, being genuine, and trying not to fake it. Because you know you can fake it. You can follow trends. You can be really popular in one area, but before before you know it. You know that that popularity hype cycle will die, and, and those people that you've been hooking into will just move on. So 
Yeah. yeah, I guess the the greyer that I hit and I always sort of go, uh, is, you know, like the questions, like, and I've fired a few out this week, you know, just, and they're fun. And I find I engage when people say something as well. And I don't, I'm trying to think of one that I would have answered today, but, you know, just things like, you know, I don't know, what did you, you know, something you worked on this week or, you know, what's your favourite, you know, what do you, what IDE do you use? You know, these type of things, which, okay, I don't generally just ask people that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but obviously you do get engagement. So it's like, yeah, I feel like in my head, I'm like, yeah, I think you should be honest and, and show yourself whatever it is, 50, 60, 70% of the time. But those yeah. other 30% is probably playing the game a bit in order to get some of that outreach. Yeah. Is that? Possibly. You, um, yeah. I also see it as, a, as one of those cases of like, you know, you've got to give to get. So if you can give oh. things to people, if you're helpful to people, um, you can share, everyone's got some sort of skill and knowledge in some area, right? And if you can share a little bit about, what it is you do, um, if it like in your case, you've got amazing amounts of skill in building software businesses, um, building software as a service type businesses, and growing user audiences around that. You've got a yeah. huge amounts of skill in doing that. I mean, you've got a, you've had a successful exit in the past, right? So I reckon people will probably start tapping into that. They'll go, hang on a second, Gomo or Colin is he's someone who I can follow who has got skills in that space. And as long as you keep sort of sharing that, you're giving that information back to others. It'll grow naturally yeah, for sure. Yeah, that, and that's there. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's some of the things I've started to think about, like that I would do internally in a business. Some of the you know videos I would build internally. I'm going to go. How do I? How do I build in public on that stuff? You yeah, know, like start yeah. exposing it. Yeah. yeah. No, that cool. Just wanted to you know but that's one build. of the things I'm. Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> and then on top of that, you see those Twitter API change pricing changes this week, and wonder, man, is Twitter just totally going to blow up? Mm. <laughs> we should. Uh, this should be definitely a topic for another one. I'd love to talk about the risks of uh, building on other people platforms yes, for sure we, we've seen yeah. a bit of that this week have we yeah. added that into our notion topics if not mm. i'll add that right now yeah uh, yeah platform risk you know yeah totally yep. Uh, other cool things that happened for me this week i you know got a bit of social stuff in which hasn't happened for a quite some time had a nice one on friday night i went to the national gallery of australia with my stepdaughter and we saw a string quartet played by candlelight i mean that's not something i would normally have done um they they played uh uh, set, you know, set a bunch of pieces by Joe Hasashi, and he's a composer that was well known for scores on famous Japanese animations from the eighties, nineties, and two thousands. Things like Howl's Moving Castle and Spirited Away and My Neighbor Totoro and uh, Castle in the Sky, that sort of thing. It was so lovely. Her and I just chilled out and you know really had a lovely time of it. And then complete opposite end of the spectrum. On Saturday night, I went out and saw John Wick 4 with a couple of mates. <laughs> and true to form, that was almost three hours of just nonstop action fighting scenes. So, yeah, my complete end of the spectrum there. And I had a lot of fun. So, there you go. A bit of social nah, stuff. Got all, that in. That, that uh, quartet, I think I've seen that on Facebook and it is actually – are they touring? Yeah, yeah. Um, Phoenix Collective is what they're called. Yeah. And they do yeah. it in Sydney, Melbourne, Canberra. Yeah. It was good. Yeah, that might actually be coming up to the Newcastle. I don't know. That seems very small, though, so maybe not. Maybe I saw it in the Sydney one. They do all sorts of things. They do covers of um, popular groups. So they'll do a Queen cover. They'll do covers of um, Coldplay, um, popular movies from, you know, popular scores from other movies. Yes, yeah, yeah. Not not bad. Oh, oh, that's cool. Yeah, so the other sort of um, outside of, like, development work that I think is interesting, and, like, I'll, I'll bring it up now because hopefully um, – There'll be more to share because I can't get too specific. But the cool thing is that sound, um, we're pretty confident we've kicked off this new partnership with a um, Australian 
customer success sort of uh, consultant slash recruiter type person who oh, goes well into done. startups, yeah. goes into startups who are probably right in that market that we're looking at. So that, you know, maybe 500 um, ARR through to 2 million ARR, that type of range. Yeah. <clears throat> He's, he goes into bootstrap and, and I guess turn on the proper customer success department and helps recruit. So he might even go in for three months and actually help and do it. But when he leaves, he's he's basically resourced it through, um, you know, bringing, you know, recruitment through recruiting a new role or two roles in. Cool. Um, he sees used a lot as a really good value add onto his service. So we've formed yeah, nice. a partnership. And I think that, because that's obviously that's one of the challenges we're trying to use a lot is trying, how do we get into the startup scene? Because, yeah, it's not going to make a heap of money, but as they grow, we want to be in there. So that, yeah. that's what we're trying to transform. We're trying to flip it on its head a bit. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be really interesting. Hopefully we can share a bit more about that as we actually uh, kick off. But, yeah, well done. you know, um, might have another one coming online in the next week or two with that. So, um, yeah, that's really exciting for us. So hopefully I will share more as uh, the weeks go on. Good work. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I mean, oh, there's probably heaps of other stuff. I don't know. Is there anything else you did this week, or did you want no, to? No, that's um, pretty move much it. I had, a, I had a you know good good little bit of work goals and a little bit of fun life goals. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What Actually, are we talking about today? Sorry, though, just before you did, I did finalize all my trip for microconf. So I am going to microconf. I, yeah, I think I'd already mentioned it that I was. Yeah. Uh, all the accommodations booked, and I'm getting a day of skiing in. Uh, oh, your so, luck! <laughs> yeah, so I look. I was there. I was going. This is going to get a little pricey, but I'm like, when you actually add it up, and if you factor that you're not flying because you're already there, it's actually worth it. So, now I'm pretty excited about that. And I was sort of um, on the fence of, do I just stay in Denver or do I go out to Vail for you know a couple of nights? Yeah. And I'm doing it, so that's worth it. So, yeah, well looking done. Forward to that, and hopefully, I'll maybe I'll do a podcast episode from over there. Oh, that'd be cool. That's in two weeks, so yeah. Oh, yeah. Take the mic over and have a chat to some of the folks over there. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, we can get a few little snippets on the show here. I would like to. I'll do my best. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So, what are we talking about today, Dan? Yeah, today's episode. Um, we're going to cover all things podcast listening. So, given this is a show, uh, a podcast show, we thought, why not we do a bit of meta here and actually talk about some of the podcasts that we love and why you know, why it made sense to us to start our own show. So we're going to cover things like why we love podcasts, how we discover new podcasts, uh, the podcast players that we use, how we keep track of our podcasts, and also what podcasts are currently on our playlists, and finally, what our favourite shows are. So, yeah, that's where we're going Sounds today. good. Yeah, well, obviously we like podcasts because we actually use <laughs> We actually run one now. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, love them. Yeah, well, like what's the uh, main, yeah, what's the main draw cards for you? Well, mate, the reason why I love, I mean, who doesn't love a good podcast, right? For product developers like us, podcasts, they're such a great way to get exposure to new ideas and to keep up with, you know, what other folks in our industry are up to. Um, when I explain to friends and family, like what I like about podcasts, I describe it as it's the next evolution in personal entertainment, you know, and knowledge building. To me, close analogy, closest analogy I can think of is that it's a cross between listening to the radio and browsing the internet for the topics that actually really interest you. So, yeah. How about you? Why do you, what no, do you like, like about it? It's actually an interesting point. I brought that up. Um, I've got a note on that just down here. But it's like um, it's funny. They're sort of new but not new, are they, because of the fact that I, I, I would imagine if we talked to our grandparents, they would have been saying pretty similar thing about some of the radio they would have listened to. Yeah. But the yeah. difference is you 
what you might have had two or three different stations or something. Yeah, you choose what you listen to. Whereas now it's so on demand, obviously. So I think it's um, yeah, it's kind of interesting. And yeah, like what I said, I mean, I I love it because to me it's a meditative thing. Really, I listen to them when I run mainly. Sometimes ah, cool. in the car. Yeah, turn that. That's happened less and less because now my kids don't. Like when they were little, they just had to put up with it. Now they now they want their own music on and stuff. Yeah. Um, but generally, to me, it's uh, it's running, which is funny because you know some people go, "How can you run to podcasts?" But I it I guess it depends on you know why you why you're running for and what you're trying to do. You know, like up to me, it's not a intensive workout. It's really is switching off and and going for a run. You know, and that's when I find um yeah podcasts work. And I laughed the other day when someone for I think Bootstrap Wed. One of the listeners was saying that he ran for a two pod, a two podcast episode long run. You know, wow. he, was, he was judging his good effort. <laughs> the length of run was not miles or k's. It was how many bootstrap <laughs> web podcasts he got through. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> it's a new measure of distance, apparently. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I totally. You know, obviously, I, I, that's that's me in a nutshell as well. Yeah, I, I I like what you said as well. Like it gives you the ability to do things in your time. And that's one of the things I love it. I love the medium of podcasts and you can, you can listen to, to them whenever you are, whenever you've got a spare moment, like when you're commuting or doing chores. And I love that you get to zero in on whatever topic you actually want. It's not what some broadcaster decides to publish for you. Like you, you choose yeah. them. And the reason why I choose them, I, I choose them really for two reasons. The first is for a bit of downtime. That's what you said before as well. I, look, I spend a lot of time in my waking hours working, you know, often with large numbers of people. And so I like a bit of quiet time every now and again, you know, listening to a podcast helps give my mind a rest and lets me simply just enjoy something quietly. And the second reason, and this is the primary reason why I listen to podcasts is to learn new ideas and to build up knowledge in areas that interest me. To me, uh, I don't know, listening to podcasts and compared to what other people talk and say, um, I find yeah. that the, when I can hear actually someone saying it through, through a podcast rather than, you know, going and reading a book or visiting or watching a movie or what, sorry, watching something on YouTube, I find it's a much more efficient way to do it. You know, you can combine yeah. it with other things. Especially yeah. when there's two of them or whatever and you get to see that back and forth a little bit. And yeah. like the thing is, um, yeah, one of the things I liked about it is just, yeah, like you alluded to it, like providing it's not a produced one, it's they are, you can tell most of the time the best podcast, they're doing it anyway, even if there was no one listening to it. Like yeah. they're, just, they're doing it. To, it's their way of, getting their thoughts out, probably hey, talking to someone else about it, you know. Segway. Yep. We actually do have listeners. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you to yes, everyone who during Over the week. Over 100. Yeah, you boosted it. Like we're only, we're only, the, we're one of the newest podcasts out there. We got our first hundred. So to us, that's great. So thank you. Uh, Thank you for listening to the show. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. No, that's, yeah, I'm, I'm stoked. Yeah. But I think um, we're trying to catch up with the big ones, but we'll get there one <laughs> step at a time. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what I love about it. Like, it's just, you get to really hear their, their personalities and I, I put a little comment. I don't know if you read my comment. Hopefully it's not too dark. But I, I was um, – one of the podcasts I listened to, which is a produced one, um, but – and it's a football one, an NFL one. But one of the hosts, like, passed away with cancer, and this was a few years back, uh, two years ago or something. And it was the first time it was, like, weird. I've had this guy's voice in my head for, like, you know, through my speakers for the last, whatever it was, six, seven years. Yeah. And now he's gone. And uh-huh. it was the first time you realise, uh-huh. yeah, that they it's a connection that goes out of it's more than just a podcast you know what i mean like you really get to know these people which is yeah, they don't know do. me they wouldn't know me by for a bar of soap but they they are known and i think that's what's really cool about it it is a very personal um 
medium compared as compared to something like video or like a, you know YouTube channel or yeah, I mean for sure big YouTube channels are probably very similar obviously but yeah so no I thought that was a good yeah, thing nice. to think of you know just uh, it can be quite emotional <laughs> yeah, yeah so, that's true yeah yeah so, so how do you go about finding them I guess it's the other thing and I know people obviously found this so they probably have found, they probably have their ways as well but yeah yeah. Me? I particularly love references. So when someone actually calls it out and says, hey, have you heard this podcast? That's a little a light up for me. That's, you know, wires up parts of my brain and goes, hmm, pay attention to this. Especially when other podcast shows themselves mention certain shows. Um, mm. That's when I sort of go, okay, clearly the people who are, you know, recording their own podcast have got an interest in doing it themselves. So whatever they're saying is probably worthwhile checking out for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, there's, you know, there's t- plenty of directories out there. This, and I'll go through some Do of them. Do you in use a them? Like, I mean, yeah, well, yeah, list them out as well. But I mean, I didn't even really. I guess I, I mean, I'll jump ahead a little bit, but I use Overcast. So I just generally will yeah. click the plus button and search for a topic. Yeah. But I would usually do it like you said, because someone's mentioned the podcast. Like you've already mentioned like three to me like about three weeks ago. So yeah. I got them on my list now. Yeah. Um, have you used some of these other ones that have sort of helped? Sometimes, find yeah. Them? Like you, you'll go through periods of time when you'll sort of say, "Oh, you know, either I've I've done, I'm sick of listening to that one now, or, or I've finished that particular area of interest, and it's time to move into something else." And you'll go, well, "I haven't actually heard anyone refer anything to me lately, so I'll go and check out some directories." And some of the ones that are out there um, that I've looked at is the first one's Podchaser, and you know their goals to they, they mention that they want to be the IMDb of podcasts. Um, their focus is on providing user-generated tagging and you know, episode level reviews. So that's pretty handy. You can go in there, you can sort of look, search on tags. Yeah, you can also look through their curated lists. Um, that that worked pretty well for me. Uh, one in the past I've checked out is called Discover Pods. And that was another discovery site. And word of mouth is again, the main driver on that one. Um, so their, their goal is just to be unbiased and help, you know, people. And are these all directories? Are they players as well? Or do you just think Sometimes much? a bit of both, um, depend, depending on what their goal is. Um, like Good Pods, for example, that's an that's an app which um, is based around recommendation from friends and experts. Um, but they, I think they do have a player in, in, involved in that one. Um, and then there's Speaker. It's spelled S P K R. And again, that was an app that provides again more curated content suggestions. Um, but the the interesting part of that one is they deliver it as short audio clips that you can listen to and decide if you like the sound of it. So they'll say. You're interested. You might be interested in this, or you search for this, and here's some recommendations we've got from your search, and they'll give you a little snippet so you can go, oh, okay, check that out. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. So that's um. Like so you generally listen to yours when? Like when are you generally listening to yours? Um, it'll be when I'm riding the bike to work. So there's a nice little commute there. When I used to drive to work, it was obviously that. Um, when I'm washing the dishes, when I'm doing some chores around the house, you know. Yeah, no, I mean the same. Yeah, chores are a big thing. Except I'll tell you a story. If you ever, what you don't do is buy a brand new set of AirPod Pros when they oh. first come out and Ooh. then paint your driveway at the same time. So, because <laughs> what, what tends to happen is you <laughs> flick your ear and your five $250 AirPod Pro no. goes into like at a, you know, it's slow motion and you're trying to catch it, you know, <laughs> and then bump right in. No. Yeah. And I'm talking about like grey charcoal oil-based concrete paint. It's not coming off. Not coming off. <laughs> so you I got one muffled one muffled bud. Uh, 
I, I'm not proud of it, but I chucked a little hissy fit and threw the other one and the case across the driveway. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it literally lasted me a week, that uh, $500, whatever no. they are, AirPod Pros. Uh, and I never replaced them until well, they brought tip. the – Yeah, so don't paint with them. Everything else, yeah. pretty yeah. good. Um, I, I but, freak out sometimes if I, you know, I, if I happen to be going to the somewhere that the, involves liquid, like, you know, yeah. going going and doing the dishes or maybe going to the toilet, you're like, yeah. oh, yeah. be careful about the head, the headset yes. here. <laughs> exactly, yeah, no, yeah. totally. Yeah, I've almost lost them in the pool before as well if I'm, like, changing the pool filter or something and I go, Colin, you're going to do it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no. So I sort of alluded this uh, before, obviously, you're um, – you probably sound like me. We, uh, we mostly the overcast by the sound of it. Yeah, I use Overcast as well. Do you yeah. use it? Like what do yeah, you like yeah, about it? Yeah. Um, and I can't even remember who or what put me onto it, but it could have been the combination of the smart – I think you've written it here somewhere, the smart sort of speed thing and it cuts out gaps and, you know, sort of variable you – know, you put it on 1.2 or whatever, but it can do a bit of variable speed so you can yeah. get through them, but it doesn't sound really bad. Um that and is an awesome feature. Hey, yeah. yeah. So for those who haven't seen it, um, if this is one of these players called Overcast – and it's got this feature in it where behind the scenes it will um, discover gaps in the show and then it'll just cut those out for you. And so you you haven't had to do a thing, but essentially it's just cutting out these short snippets all the time. And before you know it, maybe a 60-minute podcast might actually get a bit trimmed down to, say, a 55-minute podcast or a 50-minute 50, yeah. 50 show. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, so that's good with it. Um and I think just, I think at the time, if I recall, it was one of the better, and because I've used it for years now, I think it might have been one of the better ones that sort of, I don't know how you say this word properly, but synced or sunk, synced <laughs> across between, you know, a phone, iPad, uh, Mac. Yeah. Whereas I, I, I don't know. I don't know if the Apple podcast player's got any better, but man, it was horrendous. Yeah, you it know? was. Um, and so you just, it was just not usable, you know? Um, so yeah, that's why I went to Overcast originally. And then now I can't remember what other good things I just, it is yeah. what it is now. <laughs> I, just, I think <laughs> the developer's it. name is Marco Arment, right? And um, he's done an awesome job of it. He just keeps pushing it forward and keeps fixing things, making it better all the time. What else has he done? He, yeah, we mentioned that smart speed thing. And it's got voice boost as well, so um, uh, yes. it can actually yep. increase the pitch of some of them so you get a little bit more crisper sound of the people talking at the time. Um, play, increase playback speed. Everyone uses that. What do you, what do you listen to your shows on? Uh, one point, uh, some of them I've adjusted. You know how you can do per playlist as well? It's yeah. probably like 1.1. It's only a little bit sped yeah. up. Is that what you mean? Yeah, that's it. I, yeah. I'm doing about 1.25. I did for originally, I started going to like 1.5, 1.75 and I'm thinking, I'm not getting value out of this. They sound nah. like chipmunks. <laughs> I think like, so I, I've, I do a few courses where you like, you listen to something and then you listen back to it again. And I yeah. find that's when I crank it to 1.5 if yeah, you want right. to listen to it. But if you're trying to get some stuff out of it straight away, yeah, yeah chipmunks, a bit hard to take it seriously. Yeah. Um, you've done some... Um, interesting thing with your lists haven't you because i don't really i just dump them all in one thing but you, you've uh don't you sort yours in a certain way oh, or are I you getting track get of them that? yeah yeah well i mean overcast does a pretty good job and i sort of combine that a little bit with the stuff behind the scenes because over the years you know you go through you go through quite a few shows and you think to yourself oh, i better keep track of this in case you know i want to turn it off for a while i want to come back to it or, or maybe i want to refer it to someone else so yeah i'm a bit mm. i'm a bit of a nerd when it comes to 
track of my podcast and this is how I do it. I did it. see that on the notes. <laughs> we get to. I just remember though, uh, the other thing I'd, and look, it's not, probably not new to Overcast, is just the share at location. So like you'll be driving in the car or whatever and you're like, oh, yeah, I need to remember that. And you yeah, just yeah. share right where you are, send it off to whatever, like into reminders or into That's a good feature, hey? Yeah, because that's, that's always, like generally there's, and I, I don't think they've worked it out fully yet, but if they could... If there was a better way, just you're running and you go, yeah, I want to remember this particular thing and bang it so automatically sort of, you know, when you get home, it's all automatically there. Yeah. It's close, but I still think um, that's probably, you know, half the problem here. You get all your good ideas when you're in the middle of either driving or running when you can't use your phone. That's it, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a full nerd when it comes to tracking my podcast, but I'm, I'm, I'm proud of that. And here's what I do. <laughs> yeah. Um, I group them obviously into various categories and the categories I've got, um, I've got, Business in general, economics and finance, entertainment, infotainment. <laughs> Difference between those two is that you know sometimes you get really interesting science shows, but they they deliver them in such a way that it's actually pretty entertaining to listen to. Yeah. So infotainment, yeah. Um, bit of marketing, bit of motivation stuff. Uh, I, I obviously love new music, and I've I listen to a few of those. Um, there, I used to have um, a category around podcasting itself when I was figuring out how to create podcasts and the other three are productivity startups and entrepreneurship and technology and you know i I don't listen to that many shows all at once but Mm. what i'll have is i'll have shows in various categories which may be on pause at any one time or they may be live that i'm listening to at any one time so it depends where i'm at and what i want to get out of it in the moment or in those few months or something so yeah but i also then i take that a step further right and i tag them so once they're in those categories, I also then just tag them on the side and say, all right, what sort of podcast is this? You know, And the tags that I, I've got are, it could be tactical, so I tag it with a T, or it could be exposure to new ideas or industry practices. Um, another tag I've got is just a progress check-in, like just what you and I have done on the show tonight. Mm-hmm. That's a good example of a progress check-in where the hosts are just catching up with each other on regular activities. Um Interviews, there's a, some awesome podcasts out there that have interviews on them. Um, some of them are pretty education-focused, so they're, they're there to teach you something. And you'll get some pretty cool podcasts in the past, you know, even now, that talk about historical things. And related to that, some of them are, are very story-based. You know, you get, some, you get some great shows there that are just built up on stories. Um, and if a show sort of finishes or gets cancelled or it's on hiatus, I just give it an X, you know. And some of them, I might sort of give them a Z where I said, tried it, but currently not really listening to it at the moment. So, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So what do you do with these tags and like what, um, is this after you've listened to an episode or do you gauge it off the show notes? Because I'm guessing you'll have different tags. Like you might, you might have, I don't know, like the subs for the rest of us podcast, but each episode would be differently tagged. Oh, generally more just the the show itself. And Ah, and I I don't sort of, I don't do it that often. It's just every now and again, I'll go, go through and I'll go, Look at my phone. What am I doing? Where's where am I up to with my podcast? Oh, I'll just go and I'll go tidy up my notes and you know keep keep gotcha. them up to date. So you're not doing that on an episode level. It's just no, a no, show. no. Okay, no. okay, no, that, okay. Well, that's not as nerdy as you think. <laughs> <laughs> it's helpful because um you know when you come back later and you think to yourself, what was that show again? What was that or, about? Yeah. Or you want to give an advice to someone else? Oh, go to if you. What do you want to get out of it? Why do you want to listen to it? They'll they'll say, oh, I'm looking for something that's. I don't know. I'm trying to learn something here. And you'll go through and look through your list and say, oh, there you go. There's all the ones I've tagged as educational. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, awesome. So, I mean, with that, what are some of the ones I guess you've been um, 
listening to i guess we've got a probably pretty big crossover here i'd imagine yeah, probably. <laughs> well, uh, probably with our listenership as well but uh. the the list i've got at the moment it might seem like a lot but the thing to bear in mind that look i'm usually usually listening to these at about 1.25 speed um, and i'm doing it at times when i'm commuting or walking the dog or doing chores okay so while this sounds like it's a lot it's not really that much and even then i'd never even though i've got all these on my list i still don't seem to get through them all um, mm. and that's one of the things that the overcast player does it just boots them off behind the scenes if you didn't get a chance to listen to them. So it takes care of it for you. But they are. um, Under the category of startups and entrepreneurship, the first one that I've got in the list is the oldest one, and that's startup for the rest of us. Like that's the OG when it comes to bootstrapping. (laughs) It's like you're not allowed to be a startup person if you don't listen to it. Yeah, you get shunned. (laughs) And I loved it back in the day when it was Rob Walling and his co-host Mike Tabor. They were really going through the motions. Um, That was even before – Rob started his company Drip. He was taught. He had a few others. Um, yeah, I forget. Yeah, yeah. Hit tail and and Mike was um, doing a company called Audit Shark, and it was great. They were just going through it. They were learning as they were going and telling us their results. Um, the other one I'm listening to, which we mentioned a couple of weeks back, is Startup mm, Apart. Good. Yeah, yep. And that's I'm um, enjoying that one. Yeah, that's Michael Coper and Nathan Powell. So. Hi guys mm. again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they, you can tell that they've obviously because like you, you know more than me, but they've obviously have worked together mm. p- before, but they're not at the moment anymore. So I guess is that yeah. right? And then yeah, so you can tell they've got that relationship. So it's really cool. Yeah, I think Michael's in Spain, and I don't know where Nathan is. So yeah, but yeah, that's, in, that's their yeah, story. Same. I think they're both in Spain. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, build your SaaS, and that's John Buda and Justin Jackson. That's their story of how they came to create Transistor FM. And shout out, we, we host our show here on Transistor FM, so thank you guys. And thank you for putting together your show. You've been inspirational in yeah, the years. That's been great, yeah. That was, a really, that was a really good show to, to listen to because of that fact. Like I think everyone who's probably listened to it mostly probably followed them along and because it, it was such a rapid – like it's only been the last few years that they really took off. So it's, it's, it's been nice to be able to follow someone along that yeah, journey. Yeah, I love seeing that. I love seeing people in the bootstrapping and indie space get ahead like that it's such a good you know result for them so i hope it keeps going for them i think it will you know good good on them what else have i got i've got um bootstrapped web and that's brian cassell and jordan gal um they've had some interesting stories over the years you can see the evolution of their products and jordan's had a few good wins so yeah nice to see yeah, but FYI, these are all the same for me. So, oh, really? <laughs> just using really? your list. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. That's literally the four that I'm currently listening. Oh, and uh, what it's on here. Oh, hang on. No, no, keep going. That's funny. Because I don't think you have one of the ones I do have. There you go. Well, I'll keep going. There's a few more to get through. Um, I've got What's Your Problem by Jacob Goldstein. And I'll mention that one a bit later because it's probably, oh, yeah. Um, Slow and Steady. And that's by Benedict Array and Benedict Diker. They do a really good job. They're just, you know, building building software products and telling telling their stories as they go. And they do some pretty fun stuff behind the scenes as well, which they share. So that's pretty cool. Rogue Startups is another one. Um, that's an OG one as well. That's Dave Rodenbaugh and Craig Hewitt. And um, a question with that one because I only just started to listen to that one. Yeah. But I did used to listen to Craig's. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was Craig's. Um, is it nights and weekends? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 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 Did that predate that one or was he yeah, doing yeah, that one yeah. at the same time? Or Because that seems pretty rogue startup's been around a while. Yeah, it's been around a while. It's, it's one yeah. of the OGs for sure, yeah. That, that, this, they, they probably had that before, you know, half of these new podcast hosting platforms existed and they were doing it themselves behind the scenes. And I think 
if I get it correct, I think Craig, he, he runs his own podcasting mm. hosting company yes. now, Castos. Yeah, yes. Yeah. He was running that back then or starting it back when yeah. he had nights and weekends podcast. But That's it. Yeah. Mm. It makes sense because, yeah, when he learned how to figure out how to record and publish podcasts and get them out there on the web, of course it makes sense you'd start a company in that space. No one else was doing it at the time. Yeah. Um, two others, Bootstrap Founder by Arvid Carl. Everyone probably knows who Arvid is and, and if you don't, Get on Twitter and you'll probably he'll probably follow you pretty quickly. <laughs> um, he's he's an awesome um, he he you know content producer. He's he's got a successful story. He he had a product called Startup Panda which he sold, and from that he has been just sharing with everyone the lessons and all the all the success stories that he got from that and all the all the skills that he got. He's he's really generous there. He passes them on to everyone as he goes. So that's from Arvid and. A new one, which I haven't really listened to much yet. I literally just turned up on my my podcast platform about a week ago, and that's Code and Conquer, and that's a new show from my Twitty friend uh, Tobias Arviler. So I, I'm interested in checking that one out for sure. Well, so that's yeah, my I'll startups and entrepreneurship <laughs> list. I think the only one that I would miss uh, that I would, and you have, I swear you do have it, but you don't have it there, is mm. startups to last, uh-huh. or startup to last, or startup whatever the whatever the word is. Um, yeah, because that's the only other one I would add to that. I'm pretty sure. I'm just looking through my list here, um, which is, yeah, Tyler and Rick um, yep. run that one. Yeah, that, so that one's a good one too. The, the thing I like about that one is um, I like Tyler's. Tyler's got a unique way of doing things and I, he would admit it, I would imagine. <laughs> you know, he's he doesn't do it the normal way. He doesn't grow his company the normal way. And it's all, and, and I will admit he probably doesn't do it how I would do it either. But he's also got a good company, so it's really cool. I think to expose yourself to, yeah, just different opinions on it. Even though I, I wouldn't say they're different opinions, like we're, we're in the same space. But um, yeah, it's it's I find it refreshing to hear stuff. I'm like, yeah, I, I wouldn't do it that way, and I like to hear why. You know, like why he does it the way he does. So yeah, yeah it's been really good. Yeah, I, I used to listen to that as well. That um, Tyler runs a company called Less Annoying CRM, and and then he talks a little bit about his learnings from that, right? Yes, yeah. Yep. And he's actually sort of taken a six-week hiatus off that and he's actually helping Rick build a new product. Because so, Rick's got a sort of, I don't know what you call it, a productized or no-code solution. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, in, the he's in the insurance yeah, space. Insurance, yeah. And it's, it's specifically sort of state-based insurance. And yes. I think he called it Leg Up Ventures and – I think he wanted to build uh, a productized service around yes. that insurance. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so they're yeah. building some um, SaaS product around that. So that's pretty cool. So he's getting um, Tyler to sort of bootstrap that, I guess. Yeah, yeah. so it's going to be interesting to have another example of something sort of, I guess, rapidly getting built yeah. over the next couple of weeks or months, you know, to yeah, it's see good how show. it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but apart from that, I mean, that, look, I don't – I've got a couple of the other ones like like non-tech founders and stuff that Nathan runs as well that you put me on. But it, that's pretty much my list, man. And yeah, I'm pretty cool. much – to be honest, probably only listen to probably three or four of them, you know, every week and the rest maybe yeah. I'll, you know, when I sort of go, oh, I need to listen to something, I might jump jump in and, and find yeah. an old one or something, but yeah. Yeah. Well, you're right. Like I, I cherry pick. I mean, I've got a lot more on my list and I'll, I'll rip through some of them pretty quickly here, but I do cherry pick. I'll sort of go, right, what do I want this? What do I want today? And I'll just go through and go, hmm, that one. <laughs> um, in the tech space, because I'm building – my SaaS at the moment, I've got a couple on there just, you know, focusing on the subject areas that I'm working in. So I've got one is JS Party or JavaScript Party, JS Party they call themselves. So that's pretty cool. There's there's 
four, maybe five co-hosts to the show, and it's pretty well produced, actually. It's solid. Um, and then occasionally they'll get some big-name people coming in and they'll talk about, you know, particular topics in JavaScript land. Um, and the other one that I'm listening to is the React show, um, and that's pretty cool. That gets That's down into the detail, nerdy type stuff, I, you know, and I get a bit out of it. Um, that's pretty fun. Yeah, and, and then, I used to, I did the same thing with um, like the Ruby. Uh, geez, I can't remember what they're called, but was it Ruby? Hardcore Ruby or something like that, if I can yeah. remember what it was. One of those type of ones. They're really good, especially when you're learning something. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then eventually sometimes you sort of feel like, yeah, well, you know, if, if it changes too much and you're not doing that particular piece of tech anymore, you do tend to sort of move yeah. off it. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly right. That's why I listen to them. Um, just to give myself a bit of a balance as well, I flip over into the land of economics and finance. Um, that just gives me a bit of a broad spectrum view of what's going on in the world. And the two I listen to there is Freakonomics Radio um, and the other one is Planet Money. Um, Planet oh, Money is cool. pretty cool. It's just yeah. literally 15-minute snippets here and there and they, t- they talk about so many random different subjects. Um, just broadens your horizon a bit. Yeah, I'd put in that for me would be uh, like I listen to do you know Scott Galloway, Prof G. Yeah, I heard Scott. Yeah, Prof, yes, yeah. So he's Prof G pod uh, with Scott Galloway because I like that one. His one because he's got like I mean technically it's probably you'd argue I guess three different podcasts inside it. You know, like there's a weekly you know economic market wrap up one and there's a, something else. So it's it's you know. I don't know I find value in that one. He's pretty yeah. cool. I know he's he probably has you know he's a bit opinionated, but I mean he's uh, yeah he's a he's a pretty good character to listen to. Yeah, cool. And speaking of broadening in the horizons, this one is goldmine for it. It's Hidden Brain, and that's um, by Shankar Vedantam, and he he talks about subject areas, especially to do with um, the science of the mind, um, um, and it's just just great. Some of the stuff he gets in there, it's just real you know, real inspirational stuff at the same time. Some of this, he breaks them into series every now and again. One of the series he did is called U 2.0 and it just talks about, you know, different tricks or different patterns mm. your brain plays with you and you don't even realise it's happening. But if you start becoming aware of this type of stuff, you can sort of go, oh, okay, cool. I know how to deal with that or I know how to sort of evolve around that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, especially one of, them, one of them that came to mind recently was around the concept of inherent bias um, we all have inherent bias in us, you know, and that's probably just due to our upbringing or where we were brought up. And if we can become aware of that inherent bias, it can help us get rid of it and make it not cause such of a problem for others around us as well. So, yeah. Oh, that's a whole episode in itself. Yeah. Hey? I mean, I'm right into some of that stuff. And, yep. yeah, really your paradigms and your things – realistically, the only reason you ever have any emotion, anything, is because of those hidden things yep. that until you know how to resurface them out, yeah. then you can shift them. And if you know how to do that, you can pretty much overcome yeah. anything, which is really it's really mastering your brain. So it's and like this is, those episodes. When he, oh, it goes for about, you know, sometimes up to an hour. But the, you could you could really get into it, and here's why. Shankar Vedantam, the host, he's got such a lovely voice. Seriously, he talks and you just sit there and you just go, oh, my God, keep talking, man. Like. <laughs> Your voice is just lovely. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. yeah. Now I'll have to chat. That's a good one, man. I'm going to uh, write that one down and have a yeah. look at that because it's very interesting stuff. My wife and I like that one. Like occasionally if we were going to drive together, she wouldn't mind flipping that one on and we'll share that one together. So, yeah. There's not many not many there that we do share, but, you know, whatever. Same. <laughs> Take it when we can get it. <laughs> um, and the last column that I'm looking, looking at at the moment on my playlist is just new music. I, I, love, I love music. I love listening to music. So I listen to All Songs Considered. Um, another show I've got is KEXP Music That Matters. 
Um, I think they're based up in Seattle, Washington, and, you know, you get fairly indie-type music popping out of that. And the other one is Edit Radio, and they are based in the UK, and then they'll always be talking about whatever new songs have come up that week, and they've got a rotating bunch of hosts. So that's on my list, Cole. Yeah. That is a lot there, yeah. Like I know. Way more than me. I, as I said, I probably follow, I mean, I probably have about 10, you know, startup ones on there, probably listen to four of them. Yeah, And then yeah. Prof G. Um, and then, like, I guess in your infotainment tech sort of category, like that Land of the Giants, that sort of type of um, – documentary of the oh, tech yeah. you know that one's a good i don't know if you've seen them but they're very ones that you know you might you know there might be five really long episodes you listen to them and you're not you know that's it they're not every week um and i guess you probably did this as well did you used to listen to hardcore history uh once or twice yeah yeah but they're like mammoth you know and that's yeah that's also what i found with um yeah. is it what's his name huberman podcast was it is it what's his name mm. uh huberman lab I don't know if you know that know. guy. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's one of the, you know, he's a neuroscientist, does a lot of the, you know, you know, mind and body stuff, but his episodes are used like three hours. So you really Ooh, need to be okay. prepped for them, you know, yeah, and that's the thing. They're, to that. they're great. But I found, I listened to a few of them and then I was like, yeah, like once the, once the new year kicks in, yeah. it's a little bit too hard. So the only other things that, I mean, these are boring for people, but, um, and it's sort of what you said about your tech ones is because I'm in customer success now, there is a good couple uh, that I'm following called CS School and another one called um, Gain, Grow, Retain. Gain, Grow, Retain. Yep. So I guess if anyone is out there and they've got a slightly you know, bigger company, they've got some CS stuff, customer success stuff, or they're looking at, you know, what should I know about in the customer success, retaining revenue, you know, net revenue retention, all this sort of stuff, there's some pretty good um, podcast now popping out, whereas I think a couple of years ago it just was non-existent. So it's yeah. good to see some of that coming out, which is cool. Um, good suggestion. Yeah, yeah and I, I do, you know, obviously I wouldn't probably listen to them if I wasn't running this startup, but you know, it's good to just know, keep your fingers on the pulse of yeah. what the market's talking about. So that's been really good. I mean, outside of that, man, I it's all hobbies for me. I, I do wargaming and I'm I follow the Pittsburgh Steelers and it's all just, you know, nice. football podcasts. Nice. <laughs> so no one else would be, uh, you know, unless you're into that, you're probably not going to listen to them. But, yeah. um, <laughs> hey, if you were to pick out of all those ones that we've listed, right, if you were to pick your favourite, what would it be? I mean, I'd say, like, yeah, see, now you can't make me pick one. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would say startups. Like I think you're going to, startups are the rest of us, you're going to, it's, it's by far the, probably the longer one and the best one. Yeah. However, I would say I probably don't, go to that one as much as I do things like Startups to Last or uh-huh. even Bootstrap Web at the moment. And I think it's just because um, it's probably <clears throat> Startups for the rest of us is not the journey anymore yeah. as much. And yeah. so I think that's what I like. So I like l- l- listening to the ones that, that they're actually journeying, yeah, cool. and, but they're actually doing something as well. So, so there is other ones out there yeah. where they're more like ours where they're really new and they're cool to listen to, but they're not, you know, they're not rapidly accelerating yet. Hopefully they will. Um, yeah. yeah. So that's why I like Bootstrap's web and startups to la- uh, startups to last. It's a bit more, Fair I don't cool. know, it's a bit of meat in it when I listen to it. Yeah. What about you? Um, well, if I was to look at them, I would say my favorite would have to be What's Your Problem? And that was the one that I mentioned earlier that was hosted by former Planet Money host, Jacob Goldstein. Um, he, what he does, he, he, it's really well produced. So he helps listeners understand the problems that really smart people are trying to solve in the world with technology right now. Um, and he's got a bit of backing behind it. Um, uh, I think the the company that is running it is called Pushkin. And obviously you can tell it's well produced. 
but uh, he 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 gets some amazing people on, and he just he just has a chat with them for a while and says, "What the hell are you doing here? Like, what boundary are you pushing, and what is it that the problem is you're trying to solve? And if you solve it, how will you sol- You know, how will you help humanity? I think the the last one that I listened to was such a cool story. There's this company that is I forget the name of it, but they were creating uh, drone deliveries for healthcare products for hospitals, right? Mm-hmm. And the the environment in the United States is where this company was from was too over-regulated and they weren't able to actually get out there and, you know, be a, a, a bootstrapping startup and get their get their work out there. So they moved to Kenya, I think it was, somewhere wow. in Africa. Yeah, yeah. And the, the, the folks in this area in Kenya, just they embraced it. They just went, you want to help us um, get our – you know, our hospitals, all the facilities and all the equipment that they need faster than what we currently, we, we have. Yeah, sure. Let's try it. Let's go for it. And the cool story that they they figured out was in this one location, there's an excellent distribution hub in this uh, city area, this re- uh, urban area, but out there in the regions, um, it can take sometimes two or three hours to drive and deliver really important products mm-hmm. like blood or plasma yeah, yeah. or or. Um, you know, some sort of drug that needs to be produced on the spot just to help with the surgery that's happening. And so they figured out a way to get these drone deliveries happening. So it takes, you know, it's straight across 10, 15 minutes <laughs> to deliver with something yeah, which wow. would previously take two or three hours. And it's amazing. So they've got this whole facility. And then from that, they were able to, you know, get scrappy and just keep evolving and make these drones better and better and better and make them more, um, more accurate and also more resilient to failure. So if something goes wrong, They've got mm. all these, um, you know, fail-safe systems involved. Anyway, that was told on the story. So then uh, Jacob turns around and he says, so what's the problem? And he says, well, I can't run this in America. We, And the reason why is because in the United States, they don't have these things called transponders on mm. every single airplane, right? And what a transponder is, is it helps other airplanes see each other in the sky so they don't crash into each other. And for some weird reason... America, you know, one of the leading oh, they, oh, nations. Yeah, in you the would Earth. think they'd have to turn it on, but it yeah, is an yeah. old well, tech, isn't it? But yeah, they've got scenarios yeah. where you don't have to have transponders if you don't want to oh, in some some circumstances. Yeah. So there, you, you got this idea of these drones, these unmanned aircraft flying around delivering healthcare products, but could potentially crash into each other or other planes. So that's his problem. He had to figure <laughs> out how problem. to deal with that. So yeah, it wow. was pretty cool. Oh yeah. man, no. that's that. That's it, look. There's always going to be new ones in there. There's always stuff to listen to. So that's really cool. Even like I said, yeah. I learned something on this episode because you obviously you listen to more than I do. So it's been really good to know that. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, I think we're getting getting on there. Did you want yeah. to um, mention any of the other ones, or did you want to go straight into shout outs, Dan? Because you had a few listed here that. Um, oh look, I, I just give a really quick mention to some of the ones from the past, in, in order of name and author. Straight away, I'll go fast. Bootstrapped by Steve McLeod. Bootstrapping SaaS by Val Soapy. Actually, I've got to give Val, Val credit. He's doing an amazing job. He's an indie hacker. If you haven't heard of Val Soapy, check him out. But he hasn't done many of his bootstrapping SaaS episodes recently. So, Val, what are you doing, mate? Get out there. Um, Britstrapped by Nick Swan. I love Swan. that name. That's a cool yeah, name. That's a good one. <laughs> Britstrapped by Nick Swan and Martin Judd, two guys from the UK, uh, hence the name Brit. Uh, Getting to Ramen by Joshua Anderton. He doesn't run that one anymore, but it was a nice one to listen to when he did it. There's the, obviously the one that everyone asks about, Indie Hackers, but that's by Cortland and Channing Allen. Um, you know, that's, that's a, again, that's an OG one there. Then there's Software Social by Colleen Schnettler and Michelle Hansen. I loved that when they were doing it. Um, they've gone on hiatus for a while because they've got, you know, a lot of stuff going on in their life, but it was so cool actually hearing some female founders talking about the stuff in the software space. So I, mm. I love that one. Thank you. And 
Then there was Product Journey by Noah Bragg and Ben Mann. They um, Ben moved on to a few other things, and and Noah, I think he's still, I still he's still doing it. And um, another shout out to Out of Beta by Matt Wensing and Peter Seaman. And again, that was a good one. They've put that one on hold for a bit, but yeah, that's yeah. the honourable mention. It sounds like list. they're going to be back a little bit, but they're just having to. Was I right from what they were saying that? There's just some stuff they can't share at the moment, although we're just going to do a bit more ad hoc. Yeah, I think so. Is yeah, that, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. cool. That's, no, that's it, a mate. really good one. Yeah, no, awesome. That is a. There's a lot there. We might have to put these in the show notes. If yeah, people, good uh, idea. Wanna, yeah, check <laughs> out the show notes. We should have a list in there for you. And awesome. but speaking of shout outs, um, I do have one shout out, or actually a few. I did put the call out this week on Twitter to see what podcasts others would recommend in the tech related or tech business related areas, and the following folks replied. So, thank you to. Anurag, and he suggested My First Million as a cool show to check out. So thanks, Anurag, for that one. We also have Stephen Bateman, and he's got a cool handle. His his handle is I Am Bateman, and he, he suggested Hackers Incorporated. So thanks, Stephen, for that one. Uh, Remain DeWolf, I think you and I both are friends with Remain. So Remain, he suggested uh, Lenny's podcast, and that was by Lenny Rachitsky. So, and if that's the Lenny, I haven't, I haven't listened to this one, but is that Lenny? Like, you know, like Lenny, there's a newsletter and there's a yep, Lenny. Yep, that's Lenny. YouTube. Is that Lenny? Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. So thank you for that <laughs> suggestion, Lenny. Remain. That oh, was too. awesome. Cool. And last but not least is Scott Sawinski. And Scott, he he suggested not a podcast, but it's a YouTube show called Cold Fusion. And actually I checked it out and it looked pretty interesting. So there you go. That's the that's the bonus on the side there. Thanks, Scott. Appreciate it. Oh, thanks, guys. Thanks for reaching out. Yeah, that's uh, always we always love uh, when you guys get back to us when we do ask. I know generally we ask um, like a couple of days before the podcast, so we don't really uh, give you a lot of time. But thanks for the guys who have let us know what they listen to. Awesome. Yeah. Well, that's it for another Sunday, Dan. I think anything you want to cover before we go? No, uh, that's probably it for the show this week, Cole. I appreciate it. Yeah. Ah, that, thank you. Thanks for uh, spending another Sunday with us, everyone. Um, I guess that's the show. Like we said. Um, you know, we always, you know, if there's it after this, if there's any other podcast you think of, always send it through. You can always reach us on, at Twitter on Push to Prod Pod, uh, or you can email the show at Push to Prod Pod at gmail.com. And remember, we do have the transistor site up now on Push to Prod Show. So, yeah, hit us up on there. But obviously, you can always find us on Twitter at, at Gummo and at Mr. Dan Miller. Cool. Outside of that, mate, if one last thing I've got to add though, I've got, I added it last week and I'm going to keep adding it. Folks, if you're listening to this point at this far, this far, if you could also please do us a favor, give us a rating. So if you can give us a rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, ratings, they help other people find out about the show. And because we're new, that's what we want to do. We want to let people know we're here. So yeah, give us a rating if you can, please. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. It's going to help us move up there. And we're going to keep hitting you up on Twitter as well, because we've got a few, uh, you, you've probably seen some of the questions we've been throwing out there about like old tech stories and things like that. We've got a few episodes that we're trying to um, line up. So keep, um, yeah, keep watching your Twitter feeds for our questions and feed it back and we'll uh, we'll see you on our next episode. Thanks for listening and until next time, Dan. Yeah, Cheers, thanks mate. for listening, everyone. Thanks, Cole. It's awesome to chat with you again and we'll talk again next week. Thanks, mate. Cheers, mate. <laughs>